Welcome to the New Story Podcast. This is me, your host, Rebecca Conran, with the Energy Report, my weekly report on all things energy-related, the astrological report, a little tarot card pull, a ritual. I am an energy healer and a spiritual counselor. I live upstate New York, uh, but I conduct my sessions remotely via... Um, the uh, video chat or the phone, which I've been doing for a few years now. So if you feel called to work with me, um, I am available. You can check out my schedule and my offerings via my website, www.rebeccaconran.com, R-E-B-E-C-C-A-C-O-N-R-A-N.com. It's linked in the show notes uh, for access to, um, to work with me. Uh, first of all, I want to thank everybody that supports this podcast, the um, patrons that help to keep this podcast going, that support me uh, financially. Um, I think we have about 35 or 37 people, um, all of who give between anywhere between $5 and $16 a month just to support this um, format and my expenses in, in uh, hosting, um, you know, and all that stuff. And it really just um, is so lovely to me. I really appreciate it on a personal level, the support, the, um, the care. Uh, it, it's, it's helpful for me sometimes uh, at times when I might feel like I need support. And, uh, and so it never goes unnoticed or unappreciated. I think about my patrons all the time. Uh, this week also we have some energy report supporters who sent in some Venmo support. Also appreciate you guys so much. Ilaway, Ali, and Cheyenne, thank you so much. If you want to give any amount, you can do so, um, via Venmo. Or you can become a patron uh, for as uh, little as fifteen, uh, as five dollars a month, or as much as you want. Really, it's up to you. Um, or you can make any kind of supportive donation via Venmo um, or PayPal. And of course, if you want to buy my record and send it to a friend, you can uh, as a gift. You can do that um, via my Bandcamp. And, uh, you know, I also just appreciate your well wishes and, um, and the, the love that you send and appreciation too. So thank you to everybody who in, in my community here, who helped me to keep, um, staying in my integrity of, um, you know, just being able to serve in this capacity. It really, um, it takes effort, you know, it, it does take effort for me to continue to serve in this capacity sometimes. And your support helps me to realize that effort a lot. So um, it really is such a flow um, that happens around this type of work. And, uh, and so I appreciate you all. Um, so this week we're looking at the energy report for April 13th to the 19th. The theme I've chosen this week is attachment to pleasure and pain is the root of my discomfort. Attachment to pleasure and pain is the root of my discomfort. 
Uh, the tarot card that I've pulled is the Four of Pentacles. So this is a little bit of a bummer card. Like, um, I would say the energy is just like, meh. I, it really does define some of the lower qualities of Taurus, I think. And this week we, we head into the sun in Taurus. And that can be just like an over-attachment to material things. Um, we're learning right now that we cannot cling to the material world. We cannot cling to possessions, behaviors, conveniences, people. Okay, we cannot even cling to life itself as this act of resistance to our natural transformative powers creates karma that keeps us stuck repeating patterns for lineage upon lineage. I'm not implying that we don't revere our lives or are, you know, headlong going into some kind of like death pact. What I'm saying is that we really need to build upon the infinite qualities of our divine essence. Yes, we are human beings. Yes, life is uncertain. Yes, we are certain, though, that we will die. Uh, we don't need to run headlong into that death, but we also don't need to fear uh, the transformation that happens to all of us. And a lot of times when we are going through a period of healing, it is a certain death of a type. You know, it's, it's a death of our ego, a death of a way of doing things, and we have to be able to experience that, um, that death, basically, uh, and come to terms with it and come to terms with who we are in, in the infinite energy of our souls, meaning that our energy has existed for an infinite amount of time, and it will go on existing in, in, into infinity, you know, way past when we're gone from earth. So when we tap into this divine essence, it helps us to release our attachment to like pleasure and pain in this world uh, because we know that it's an illusion what we're experiencing here. You know, it's really painted by our experiences uh, and conditioning. You know, we are, as, as all of us are healers, we are we're basically undoing uh, the um, unlearning a language that we learned when we were younger that really created separation for us around this infinite potential that we are. So, uh, nothing, you know, right now this is so highlighted so brightly because we're in this sort of like fishbowl, aren't we, of healing personally and globally. Um, and we cannot hide from ourselves, but we're still, we still might be clinging to, to some of these ideas around security as if it's going to somehow create, um, less suffering in our bodies, but it's our perspective that really needs to change. So the four of pentacles, it's really challenging us to consider what really is valuable in this world. We're asked to loosen our grip on the material on the physical manifestations of this world and to align with real treasure that is everlasting that no one can ever take away from you, you know, that, that nothing can ever rob you from. So the questions that go along with this tarot card, the Four of Pentacles, what is real treasure to you? What is really valuable in your life experience and how do you cultivate that? So along with uh, this, this week, I've got the ritual of attachment to outcomes. You know, and sometimes the rituals are more philosophical. They're things to consider. 
Um, but I'm just going to keep doing things the way that I do things. Of course, if you have a specific ritual that you feel called to this week, like I'm going to do yoga every day, I'm going to meditate every day, you know, you can really, um, tap into some, whatever, whatever comes up from what I say, you know, or whatever just comes up naturally. But if there's anything that is prompted in you, any, uh, intuitive guidance that comes through, um, follow that, you know, in terms of the rituals, you know what you need to do. Uh, I just like to make these suggestions of what the energy is uh, calling out to us for the week. And uh, of course, how you personally integrate that is, is most important the way that you, uh, the way that you f- figure that out for yourself. So um, the ritual, the suggested ritual this week is to consider our attachments to outcomes and the experience of resistance to our expectations. Okay, so we're considering how attached we are to what happens, okay, the outcomes that we want, either of reward or punishment, right? And we're also asked to consider what the experience is like when we um, feel that our there's resistance around our expecta- expectations or or how we feel when our expectations are not met, rather, right? The experience of not having our expectations met and our attachment to our expectations. So, again, we're learning that nothing here on earth can be taken with us when we leave. Nothing here on earth can be taken with us when we leave. It is of paramount importance that our inner experience be the certainty, peace, and connection that we seek for our lives. Our pain and suffering has so much to do with our attachments to both pleasure and pain, especially as we try to control a world that is simply out of our control. Where we feel pain and grief, okay, where we feel pain and grief, we're feeling separation. The ultimate separation at the root of our feelings is the disconnect from union with spirit source. This may just be as simple as we were born as humans, but we have infinite energy. We are infinite energy beings. How confusing it must be for that baby to wake up, knowing inside of it that it's this infinite energy being, and then seeing out pictured in the world around it. Um, Total separation, you know, everything is like uh, being uh, cultivated in terms of like not not connecting to that spiritual truth, not connecting to that infinite being, avoiding our evolution, right? And so it creates this, this deep feeling of separation and confusion in us as children. So the ultimate separation at the root of all of our feelings of grief and pain is disconnect from union with spirit and source. When we feel connected, we know that we are infinite, although living in a finite world, Okay, when we feel connected, there's also this deep pleasure, this ecstasy that can be found when you connect to spirit. That pleasure is mirrored in the arms of a lover. You can sometimes feel, uh, you know, inklings of that ecstasy in sex or when you smoke weed or take ayahuasca or something like that. Um, Or even when you achieve something, you can feel that ecstasy and pleasure. But all of those are fleeting gratification versions of the pleasure that's actually available to us when we convene in the arms of spirit, which if we choose, 
is an experience that never needs to end. Unlike when you're high on drugs or when you're fucking somebody, um, these are just merely these little windows into what is um, available to us in terms of pleasure and ecstasy and communion and and union and connection, Um, but they are all fleeting, right? So what is so important to us is to cultivate this energy inside of us, to cultivate this relationship, this partnership with spirit. This week, you're asked to allow yourself to shed your attachments, to let go and let God, so to speak. Ask spirit for whatever is best for you to remain in your life. Ask that whatever is for your highest potential and growth and service to love and light be what you see made manifest in your experience and perspective. So this week, really coming to terms with your atta- with whatever your attachments are. What are you attached to? And what do you feel separate from? Um, and really going to spirit source to like, to heal that, to support that, to, to provide the care for that. So going with the flow from day to day is something that we're really becoming acutely aware of. One moment you might feel really fucking grumpy, really fearful, and then it passes and we're back into communing with a more ethereal sense of life. This is just a natural thing that's happening. It's almost like rocking, you know, you're, you're rocking on a boat. This push and pull is helping us to integrate more of the divine, but yes, it can feel like a roller coaster. During sleep, it's said that the ego is put to rest. So our morning intentions and rituals, these are really paramount to how we're going to mold our day. Set your day up right. Wait to get online and read the news until later. Allow the first messages that you receive upon waking to be those that connect you to spirit. That way, as you experience separation from that same source during the day, you can keep pulling yourself back in to, those, to, to that energy that you cultivated in the beginning of the day. Fear is always a signal that we're separate from spirit. The solution is always to use your spiritual tools and disciplines to find your way back to the infinite self. This week, we have quite a few things going on. Uh, one, uh, quite a few aspects and transits, and uh, then one big uh, planetary shift. So we'll start with Tuesday, the 14th. Um, the sun in, we have three things going on this day. First of all, the sun in Aries is going to square Pluto and Capricorn. So in a square, planets are working in resistance to one another. This transit increases the ego's need to control or have power in terms especially of like traditions, rules, and disciplines. So this day, we're going to be asking ourselves, where do I feel threatened? Where do I feel the need to enact my personal power? This transit intensifies feelings of powerlessness. And so when we feel that way, we like want to control even more. There are deep fears we have around transformation or death that are manifesting differently based on whatever our experience is. Right, So our deep fears of death might have to be around all the things we need to achieve so that like, uh, we leave a legacy on earth or we need to have a family and kids so that we leave a legacy on earth or um, you know, uh, just a fear of death itself, a, f- a fear of transformation and moving uh, into the unknown and uncertain. Um, so we're all sort of feeling these things differently, right? Different fears come up that are all really aligned with a fear of death. Like there's many things that can also be 
a window into how scared we are collectively of dying. And we're survival-based, like our bodies are survival-based. Our souls uh, are not, because our soul doesn't need to survive, it knows it's infinite, right? So this is why it's so important to connect in with spirit and with source, because our, our animalistic human bodies, our physical bodies, they're always going to be striving to survive, right? Keep alive, keep alive. But the evolved soul, the evolved being, doesn't have that sort of like manic response. Um, it doesn't mean that it's not, that you're never going to feel afraid of like uh, things or that you're not going to have the impulse to survive, you know, but it means that the way that you work with it will be different. Uh, it will come from more of a place of love. So where you feel resistance, um, the energy is asking you to allow things to break apart and to be rebuilt via our evolutionary needs, not our egoic needs. Our higher selves have a mission to evolve in our lives, and that means that structures that have been built on the ego personality need to be dissolved and rebuilt as spiritual temples of our hearts and minds. So we're going to feel this acutely with uh, the sun, our identity in Aries, very much we're identifying as like ourselves, square uh, to Pluto, which is transformation uh, in Capricorn of the material world. So the moon is also conjunct in Jupiter. Both are going to be in Capricorn on this day. In a conjunction, planets are working together. Uh, they are making each other bigger and more powerful by sitting at the same uh, location, right? They sit on the same degree. They really harness in different ways the energy of that degree. So these are both in Capricorn. These two planets, the moon and Jupiter, uh, remind us that feelings are contagious. Feelings are contagious. Jupiter helps us to feel more optimistic and expansive. It's a lovely, lucky kind of planet. It's a big, jolly, sociable planet. Um, it's, it also helps us to see the philosophy behind our human experience and that connection to philosophy helps, uh, the energy to stay optimistic. So Jupiter has an optimistic, uh, streak to it. This transit makes us feel more sociable. It's a wonderful energy for our creative or spiritual pursuits, but we really need to remember that Jupiter inflates. So whatever is going on for us emotionally, that also connects to our spiritual spirituality um, but that is also to do with our material lives, those Capricorn themes, it's going to feel larger than life. You might have a difficult day this day because of the other aspects that are going on, but this moon conjunct Jupiter in Capricorn tells us that there's a deep intuitive antidote present if we rely on our spiritual connection to provide the answers and healings that we are seeking. Um, this is a time to go deeper into your spirituality. On this day, also, Mercury is conjunct Chiron. So these are working to power one another. Mercury, the mind, Chiron, our wounds, both in Aries, the sign of the individual. So the collective consciousness right now is focused on mastery of the mind in 2020. It's our portal of creative power through intention. With this transit, the wounds of the mind are asking us to take ownership of those beliefs and perspectives and shift them where we feel like we are pushed against a wall. We have to change. So you are the believer, the thinker, the cultivator of your thoughts. These are your thoughts. Your thoughts can heal or they can harm. And that 
is your choice. What you have identified with that is causing you suffering, it's got to evolve and you have to find the higher perspective. That in no way is easy. It's not an easy thing. It will cause mental distress. It will cause us um, difficulty and we deserve to have compassion around that and kindness to ourselves. It's not easy. Um, but it does need to be done. We do need to be responsible and take ownership of, of, of what we are participating in. We can do that with kindness. We can do that with compassion. The objective on this day is healing, and the path there is through our discomfort. Own your karma. Take responsibility for your mind. Choose your thoughts wisely and burn through lower forms of thinking, which Aries is so good at, is so good at purifying with fire. Okay, on Wednesday, the 15th of April, of April mid-April already, you guys, uh, we have been in this uh, quarantine for a month here in America, and I can't believe it's gone by so quickly. I mean, it's really wild. It is really wild uh, how we've all experienced this. Um, what a, what a just incredible time to be alive and to, and to have this experience. Um, I'm not saying this is an incredible, wonderful experience. Obviously it's a, it's a unbelievably difficult experience, but it is, um, something that I find, um, is, this is just, this is a point in, in, in history, in the future of this world that is very important and very integral and, uh, and we are all playing our part in that. And this is, uh, it's, it's, it's wild to have that concept of it. So on Wednesday, the 15th of April, the moon is going to be conjunct Saturn, and they're both in Aquarius. So Saturn, uh, and again, conjunctions, these are powering one another. They're on the same degree. They are really driving home a point. So Saturn is a serious planet. It helps us to develop our inner authority through responsibility. Currently in Aquarius, newly in Aquarius, we don't want to be tied to unevolved structures and rules, okay? We want reform, we want revolution. The moon representing our feminine energy can highlight feelings of limitation in the necessary balancing between the toxic masculine energies presented in our society and the deep nurturing, caring, service, creativity needed to move forward. All the things that we want to see changed in the world begin with an internal shift in each of us. So this energy is really asking us to create a system of discipline in the way that you nurture and care for yourself. Healing of the whole begins and ends for each of us with how we heal ourselves. So we're going to feel that kind of like, what are the limitations and restrictions we need to put on ourselves? in any capacity, right, with people, with behaviors, with substances, with work, with anything, that will lead us to nurturing and care for ourselves. On this day, the sun in Aries is also square Jupiter and Capricorn, so these energies are in conflict. The sun is the life giver in our universe. All of life literally revolves around this energy. When the sun is working inharmoniously with Jupiter astrologically, there is a possibility of seeing ego aggrandizement play out. Um, we might see overindulgence or poor use of our energy in general with this uh, transit. 
the moon um, conjunct Saturn on this day is asking us to show some restraint to honor our limitations. Don't stretch yourself too far. If you are a caretaker of others, there's a warning here to make sure your own cup is full. If you find yourself in a selfish role, you're asked to ask yourself, how may I serve? Not what can I get? Okay. So we're really seeing the energy that we revolve around here with this square, the Sun and Aries square, Jupiter and Capricorn. Um, also on this day, the moon is conjunct Mars, both in Aquarius. So we start the day with the moon conjunct Saturn. We end the day with the moon conjunct Mars. This is tough. This is a this this can really you know, again, they're on the same degree, they're powering each other, moon is our feelings, you know, our inner persona, what's going on under the, uh, uh, undercovers, Mars is aggression, action, anger, even, right, so this combination can really increase our acting on our emotions, and that might mean increased passion for our goals, or it might mean increased aggression, if you feel really triggered, really upset, or frustrated, it's a signal to let go of whatever you are pressing for. Surrender to a relaxed place of meditation, right? Let go of the grip. Sometimes it is just not the time to figure shit out. When we're in that angry, expressive, like reactionary energy, um, we've got to let go of seeking the answers so that they can come to us in an open state. We just need to be in a state of like, uh, releasing and feeling through our emotions instead of kind of trying to direct it in any which way. The epiphanies can only come through our receptivity. So if we're pushing for answers, usually we're just increasing our internal suffering. It's hard to loosen our grip on what needs fixing, but let go, we really must. Um, However, on this day, moving energy is a really good idea, okay? So it's not a great idea to, like, move forward with shit on this day because you're not seeing things clearly. You're seeing things through your emotional lens, and that might shift when you get through shifting some of these emotions, okay? So it's what I mean is it, this might not be the day to say to somebody, I don't want to fucking talk to you anymore, but you could, in your energy, in yourself, right, go, I don't like that energy, and I'm not going to allow that energy into my field anymore. So you can feel your feelings. You can feel where you need those boundaries. And you don't, but you don't need to, uh, you can do this in the energy world. You don't need to have, like, a fight with somebody, right? You don't need to, like, you can be, you can be patient in the way that you express yourself, and the way that you react in terms of other people's while also using this energy to form like really strong protection in your body around yourself, really strong, protective, nurturing mother energy. So this is also a great day to watch a sad movie, listen to emotional music. So help yourself to cry. Okay. Shake yourself around, jump up and down, run in place. Whatever it takes to get that energy moving in the body and senses, that's going to be aligned on this day. We really need to like be able to move energy, move emotions. All right, friends, the last day we're going to talk about of this week is Sunday the 19th. Um, two major things going on this day. Number one is the first we have the moon is going to be conjunct Neptune, and they're both in Pisces. So they're on the same degree. They're working in tandem. They're empowering one another. 
this is really dreamy, really, like, you might have trouble waking up in the morning on this day, you know, this is an incredibly spiritual, ethereal connection. We tend to feel more compassion for the collective consciousness under this energy. Uh, we tend to be more connected to uh, past life, karmic, you know, the shit that's under, under the veil uh, energy. Um, if we have a practice of healthy spiritual connection, this day will be great. If we don't, it may feel harsh, right? Especially if we commiserate too closely with the outpicturing of separation and suffering in the world. It might really get you down. Um, if you have people in your life that you have bad boundaries with, you may find some very usury, vampiric energy finding you on this day. That's because the veil is thin. That's because we are um, working with our karma, right? So... Be sure to protect your energy from these unconscious beings. This is not conscious behavior that's going on. It's unconscious, usually. Um, it's energy that's looking for source um, that, you know, needs to be redirected. So if you're feeling some usury, vampiric energy, uh, any kind of unhealthy cords or energies, redirect them to the infinite well of spirit. Instead, you can just say, I'm not your source. Spirit is your source. Go to source. You know, um, and then you can say, I don't give permission for my energy to be used uh, by anything other than me. And then you can also work to keep connecting yourself back into source. And, uh, and you can ask that any belief systems that you need to be used uh, for your energy or used as source in some kind of savior way, uh, that those beliefs be transformed and released from you. Be sure that you're not avoiding your spiritual responsibilities on this day by going unconscious through unhealthy behaviors. I like to call when I drink alcohol going unconscious, even though I don't blackout drink, but it helps me to not be conscious. So there's lots of things we can do. Uh, we can work to be unconscious. We can um, have sex with people to go unconscious, whatever it is. Um, be, be aware that it's your responsibility to yourself to stay aware, to not go unconscious. This day, you know, this moon conjunct Neptune, there's a real potential here to harness this energy, to let the light in, to choose practices that heal our karma through unconditional love and kindness and connect us even more deeply to source. So then uh, finally, the sun is going to enter Taurus on the 19th of April. Happy birthday, Taurus is out there. Our collective energy in the grounded and practical sign of Taurus, very beneficial. Taurus is the consummate Earth Mother. Taurus shows us how to make the most of our resources, and that resource resourcefulness is really needed at this time. We're learning to work with what we've got in more conscious ways, um, especially to like live like within our communities and connect with our communities in in a closer way in terms of like food and how we're doing things, you know. Um, we have to kind of think in some terms smaller, uh, more concise, more resourceful. This uh, is the sign of Mother Earth, uh, of Earth itself. Taurus belongs to that energy. This is a sign of slowing down, patience, beauty, abundance, and pleasure. Yes, Taurus is stubborn, <laughs> and it is known as the bull. It can be anyway, but it's also ruled by Venus. So, um, we will collectively be examining how we feel loved, what our values are, how we show love, 
um, or the lack of those elements, you know. We can more easily access pleasure through our senses with this energy. This is really a great time to go and listen to the wind, smell the fresh air, feel the pleasure of water falling on your body in the shower, listen to the loving cadence of your friend's voice or mine. <laughs> I love you guys. The This is a time when you can taste delicious, well-cooked food and really inhabit the, your senses in that way. There's so much pleasure to be derived out of life if we can allow it to reach us. So this is really a time to slow down and smell the roses, especially when we live in privilege uh, in, in America in any way. You know, we really need to be appreciating all that life has to offer us, really appreciating what we have. Um, and, and this helps us to become beacons for attracting more flow of appreciation into the world. It makes us more powerful at supporting other people, supporting those who, who uh, need us to advocate and care for them. Never underestimate the energy work you are doing just by being. Okay, by refining your own energy in the way that you wield it. Yes, stuck in your own home right now. You have the power to help the whole world to heal just by being you and, and, and changing aspects of yourself that create separation. Okay, as we create communion, union, connection, we create these channels of information that all beings can reach into, that all beings can learn from. It's, it's so powerful, so never, uh, never think that what you're doing um, is not enough just by really transforming yourself and being this beacon of pure love. We are heading into a new moon next week, as well as Pluto is going to be turning retrograde. Uh, so this is the time to be thinking in terms of what we want, not stewing in what we don't want, and certainly not holding on to what is not meant to us. Look for solutions. Remain open to possibilities. Don't grasp at the outside world. Grasp at your inner resourcefulness, your inner connection to spirit. We may not be getting what we want right now, but we will be getting exactly what we need for our souls to continue in their evolution into the infinite supply of love that is source. Friends, I have a free meditation. It's the stillness meditation in my online shop. You can listen to my record, Yin. It's a 26-minute sound bath on any of the streaming platforms. Um, I also have other meditations. I have a meditation for the new moon, which is located on my website. I have an energy clearing meditation that you can purchase for $5. Um, those are all located on my website, www.rebeccaconran.com. You can also work with me if you're a client that has uh, worked with me before. I'm offering sliding scale sessions. Uh, if you're a new client, you can use the code NEWCLIENT to get $50 off of your first session. Um, sending you love, and, uh, and thank you again for the supporters of this podcast, and I will see you next week.